Hi, this is John Van Fleet, Managing Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek Dave Brooks to learn more about his column he wrote earlier this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, John. So your column isn't exactly modest, is it? It is not, and I have much to be not modest about. I believe in the lead, you said, I'm a wonderful person. I, I believe that news reports should be accurate, yes. So, after all, it's your blood that you are bragging about, or rather the fact that you're generous and giving it away. Yes, that's correct. I, you, uh, you want to hear a song I wrote about it? Do I really have to? You, you do, you do. <clears throat> so, um, 99 pints of blood in the bank, 99 pints of my blood, a poke in the vein, a six-minute drain, 100 pints of blood in the bank. Actually, I should go back to one pint and work my way up to oh. be accurate. Oh, please no. No, I guess not. So, what led you to do this, to give 100 pints of blood? Well, um, so I've been giving blood for a long time because it's an easy way to seem like an awesome person. So, really, let's be perfectly honest, that's the reason. I guess, you know, it, it helps other people and it's generous, you know, and it saves lives and all that kind of stuff. But frankly, I do it mostly because it makes me seem good. So, uh, it's one of those things that's just painful enough and just inconvenient enough that everybody admire you for doing it and they think it's difficult and it really isn't very difficult at all. You go in and you answer some questions and you lie down for 20 minutes while somebody pokes you. Uh, it, it's really not that bad. So that's why I do it and I've been doing it. You can do it every eight weeks. Uh, give a, a pint of blood every eight weeks so you can do it five or six times a year and if you get into a program of doing that you can eventually work up to 100, uh, 100 pints like I did which actually isn't all that uh, astonishing. I mean, I, th I was pretty impressed with myself, but uh, when I was, uh, I had just given my 99th pint, actually, I was talking to a lady who was there who had just given her 155th pint. And uh, there are people in New Hampshire who have given 100 gallons, which is obviously eight times as much as 100 pints, because they've given not just uh, whole blood, but also platelets and things like that, which you can do more often than every eight weeks. As I recall, last year you went down to the so-called blood bank, the Red Cross Processing Center in Dedham, Mass. Yeah, yeah, to look and see what, what you know, I've been given this blood, and they, they, so they, they take it and they put it in a little plastic bag and wrap it up and, you know, put all these stickers on it to make sure it, they can track it. And then it disappears, and I wondered what happened. So I went down to the uh, processing center where they get about 300,000 uh, units a year from all over New England and they literally it's actually they call it a manufacturing center because it is because what they do is they take it nobody nobody gives whole blood anymore it's not like a bag of blood is you know pumped into a patient who's on a, a surgery table they separate it off into into the platelets which are sort of the clotting factor um, into plasma which is a liquid and some something called cryo which is a super prodding clotting factor and actually a couple other things depending on if you have a special types of blood my blood is really boring uh, it's type a positive um, so they, they they manufacture your blood into all these different products that are sent all over the place so they, they are the way they say it is every donation can quote save three lives in other words it gets used for three different uh, uh, for three different patients very often which is which is very cool so you know would you uh so how would you recommend people, would you recommend people just automatically donate blood as often as they can? Yeah, I mean, 
Well, so first of all, you have to be at least 100 pounds. Uh, you they have to be. There are certain things that can disqualify you. Uh, many women have an issue with uh, having enough iron in the blood for whatever. It doesn't seem to be a factor with men for some reason. Uh, if you've had certain diseases in your life uh, or if you've lived in certain places at certain times where, frankly, um, AIDS was common, that you might be disqualified. So it's, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of annoying to, to, to find out if you're the right person. But if, if you can, as I said, it's, it's not that hard. It's, there's blood drives all over the place. I think there's about there's more than 3,000 of them a year in New Hampshire alone. Um, you can go to the Red Cross website and plug in where you are, and you'll, you'll see a whole list of them. And most of them you can just drop in. And start to finish, it probably takes about an hour because you frequently have to wait for a, a, a one of the uh, one of the little couches to free up and, and a, uh, a medical person to be available. But, you know, it's as I said, it's, it's just inconvenient enough to make you feel good. And it is... It is useful, uh, it is, and you might actually help a life, and frankly, the time might come in your own life when you'll need somebody else's blood, so it's sort of a, you know, paying in advance. Well, I'll keep that in mind next time. I want to be stabbed with a needle. All right. Thanks, Dave. You bet. So you can learn more about the reviews at ConcordMonitor.com, and you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. And we have to say, the theme music is Little Smartphone People by the Spied Kids.